Good evening. We're holding Saita Daf Mem Aleph Omen Aleph. The line starts with Hamayim. It's uh, the second to the top line. We're going to start with Vikoire. Just a reminder, Baruch Hashem, we had over 50 signups today for the Siyam, so, and we are limited in space. So, and we want uh, everyone who can make it to make it. So please uh, register via Google Form just to tell us you're coming and we will save you a spot. Okay, the Mishnah said, The Mishnah said that the Melech, he reads in Yom Kippur, the Psukim of, in Parshas Achri Mois, and then he skips a little bit and goes and reads the Psukim of Ach Ba'asr. So the Gemara asks now, I'm going to ask you a Shaila, I'm going to ask you a Shaila from the following Mishnah. This is a Mishnah in Megillah, the Mishnah says, Medalgin Benovi, that one is allowed to skip when you read Mafter, when you read Novi, you're allowed to skip different Psukim. But when it comes to reading the Teda, one is not allowed to skip from Parsha to Parsha. And like the Halacha says, even on a day like Sheni Vechamishi, which, like Halacha says, even Temp Psukim is enough. You're not allowed to skip from Parsha to Parsha. So now the question is, how could the Koyen and Yom Kippur skip uh, from Parsha's Ach Ba'asar, Ach Rimois, and then skip to Ach Ba'asar? They are not, uh, they're two different Parshas in the Torah. They're next to each other, but they're not Mamash uh, paragraph after paragraph. So how could the Koyen skip? So Amr Abaya, Abaya says, It's not a question. Kan which means as follows. In the olden days, which we spoke about a little bit, is the way it worked, the Balkair would read a Pasuk, he would stop, and then there would be a Metorgaman, a translator, that would translate it in Aramaic for the people who don't speak uh, Torah language, they would translate exactly what was going on. And like... Mepharshim explained, they would also say some halacha and divrei agada. So, that's the din of a meturgaman. Now, we asked the question, the Chayra, our Mishnah said that the Koyen would skip, yet the Mishnah in Megillah says that you're only allowed to skip Novi, but in Torah you're not allowed to skip. So Abayah says, it's not a problem. When the Mishnah Megillah said that it's usher to skip, that's talking about that the Parshis are so far from one another in the, par- in the Torah, that by the time the, the translator finishes translating what the Balkaira said, they're still, they're still rolling. So what's going to happen? The guy's going to read a Pusik, the Meturgamon is going to translate, and they're still rolling and rolling and rolling, and then everyone's going to stop, and everyone's going to be silent and shul, and it's going to be a, a bazillion for the Teda, it's going to be a bazillion for the Kehillah. So that, the Mishnah says, it's Usr. But, and that's what it's called, Bechteish Yusik HaTurgamon. Now, Khan, our Mishnah, which says that you're allowed to skip, and, and that's why the Koyen is allowed to go from Achrimis to Achbaasr, is talking about that the Parshias are not so far away from each other. So by the time the Meturgaman finishes translating, let's say Achrimis, so the, the people rolling it will be up to the correct spot, and nobody has to wait. That's Abai's answer. So now, ask the Gemara on this, uh, on Abayah's question, but if you look 
Some people take out the word Allah because Allah is mashma, it's a b'raisa. And we know, if you look in the Mishnah, this is a full-on Mishnah. So, the question is, the Mishnah says that the Mishnah says that you're allowed to skip sukim in Tanakh, in Haftarah, but you're not allowed to skip reading the Tera. And the Mishnah asks over there, how many psukim are you allowed to skip in the Navi? And the Mishnah answers, as long as uh, the Muturgaman, by the time he finishes translating, there isn't a, like a moment of silence till he gets to that place. That's what it says in regards to Navi. Michlal, from here you could derive from this Mishnah that if it said um, in regards to Navi, it's mashma, that Michlal, the potato of Klal, Klal, look. It's a mashma, and when it comes to the Torah, you can never skip, even if by the time the Maturgaman translates, you're up already to the next spot. So the Chayra, this Mishnah would be Astira on Abaya. So the Gemara answers and says, Elam or Abaya, Abaya says a new answer. Loi Kashya. It's not Astira from our Mishnah to the Mishnah in Megillah. Khan, the Mishnah, which says that you're allowed to skip in Torah, is talking about two parshis, but is Be'inyan Echod. It's talking about one concept. So let's say, for example, Yim Kippur, yes, it's two parshis in Torah, but it's talking about the same Halachis, the Halachis of Yim Kippur. So that you're allowed to translate. That you're allowed to skip. Khan, but the Mishnah Megillah, which says that it's usher to skip, it's talking about Bishnei Yonim, when you have two separate um, uh, halachas, or let's say two, the, the passages are two separate passages, don't have really a connection one to another, that you are not allowed to um, skip. And like Rashi explains, because the Kriya, if you're going to start skipping, the person who's listening to the first part is already, his mind is engaged in the first parsha, And then you're going to start skipping, you're going to confuse him, it's not going to be very pleasant. Now, from this, um, this is what we do also by every tiny sibur. Uh, we start off by Yechal Ma'isha, which is in Shmei Islamit Beis, plus you get Aleph to Yedalit, and then we skip to Psalacha, which is in the same pedic, Paraglam Adalit, Pasik Aleph to Yud. Why? The answer is, is because it's all talking about the same in Yonim. Now, the Mepharshim asks a question. Nowadays, why is it mutter to skip? Mela, in the olden days when they had a maturgamon, they had a translator, so fine. So the Balkaira read, the translator would translate, and by the time that the translator would finish, or even beforehand, they would already be up to, the rollers would already be up to the next part of the Pasha. But nowadays, we don't really have the maturgamon. So by the time that the, the guy is finished, or the Balkar is finished, and then you're rolling it, so the Chayra, it could be uh, that design. So while I'm saying this question, I'm realizing that maybe you can answer and say that these days we have Mishabedachs and we have all these different, uh, you know, kibudim that we give, so that can also be an answer of that uh, it's really no hefsik. Some of us want to learn that saying that, um, that basically the Bach brings down the Shulchan Aruch that since in the times of the Maturgamun they were matered, so uh, there's really no Isser nowadays as well. Yeah, so there's no Bizayin, yeah. If, again, if you, have to, if you have to skip, yeah. Okay, so now, Vatanya, now, the, and Vatanya over here, like Rashi says, it's not a question, it's just a, it's a proof. Vatanya, I'm going to bring you a raya that there's a difference between one, one parsha and two parshas. The Bible says, Medalgan, Bateda, we can skip 
in regards to Taita, being in Echad, when the Parshis are the same concept, Uba Navi, and in regards to Navi, Bishnei Inyonim, even when they're two separate Inyonim. The Khan Vikan, the Brisa says, Sai Taita and Sai Navi, you're not allowed to skip when it's Bechtei Shelo Yifsek if the Maturgaman is not going to be able to finish by the time the person rolls the Taita to the second Parsha. Then the Brisa says, Ve'em in Navi Navi, you're not allowed to skip over from one Navi to another Navi. Um, why? Because, like uh, Rashi says over there, and also Megillah says, that uh, you're going to basically be mevalvel everybody. So in Navi, you can't go, let's say, from uh, one, one, let's say, Shmuel to, to another, another uh, Parsha in Navi, or another... Okay, we're going we're gonna to see about Rishkadish in a second. Ubenavi, um, and he says, Ubenavi shall Shneim Aser, in regards to the Shneim Aser, which is Trey Aser, then Medalgalin, you're allowed to skip um, because it's like considered all one safer since Treyasar is very short, so it's all considered one safer. However, actually safer the you're not allowed to skip in Treyasar from the beginning of the safer to the end of the safer. Okay. Um, okay, we'll see in a second about Rishkhadesh. Okay, then the Mishnah said, It says that you um, the, the Kayan would roll the Torah and he would place the Torah in his like, bosom and he would say the words, Yes, more than I read uh, over here is written here. So, why did the Kayan have to announce and say that more than I read is written here? So, the answer is, not to make a, like the Sefer Torah a, 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 look like it's a lie because. When they start reading the parsha, the third parsha about Peh, people could think that uh, maybe this Torah is lacking in, in parshas, and you don't want to make a rumor that the Sefer is a, has a uh, mistake. So therefore, the Quran would say, you should know that the third parsha that I'm reading is really about Peh, and you shouldn't think that the Sefer Torah has a, has a psul, or it's missing words. Okay, then, also the Basar in Bayikra, they would say about Peh. So why don't they just roll the Sefer to the Parsha of Uba Asr? And read that Parsha. Why does the Kayan have to read the Parsha uh, by heart? So answers the Gemara. Because mitzad kavit Sibur, we do not roll the Sefer Teda at all. We want to respect the Sibur. And therefore, um, we do not, Mitzat Kavit Sibur, if they have to wait in silence um, while they roll the Sefer Teda from Parsha to Parsha. So um, that's why they just said, read it by heart. Now, you asked a very good Shaila uh, in regards to, um, let's say, if you have, if it's a Rishchei Shachol B'Shabbas. So, and let's say the Kehila only has one, one Sefer Teda. So what do you do? I don't know if that's what you're asking, but this is one of the Mepharshim, one of the Yishayim, the Halacha asks, the Mordechai and the Rash Mishans and other, other Yishayim ask, the Lechaira, um, if you have one Sefer Teda, but you have to read two Parshish, so what do you do? So some people say that you roll it, um, you have no choice. Other, Dvaratan uh, and Halacha, even though we don't pass in this way, but some people say from this Gemara, that Mitzad Tircha de Tzibura, it's better to um, not roll the Sefer Torah, and they should read the they should read the parsha just from the Chumash. Uh, we don't pass in this way. It's brought down in in uh, in, uh, in Shulchan Aruch, Simon Kufmem Dalid, 
halacha gimel. We don't pass in this way, but there are nishenim uh, that learn, or I should say, uh, people in halacha, piske halacha that learn that, um, which is brought on the basis of that, you should read from the chumash. Okay. The Gemara now continues to ask, okay, so you can't, you don't want to roll the Sefer Teda to that place. Why? Because Tichet de Tzibura. So why not bring a, a, a second Sefer Teda and read, and, read, uh, and read the third Pasha from a second Sefer Teda? Why does, why do they have to read about Pet? So Ravona Bar Yehuda Omar, Ravona Bar Yehuda says, Bishum Pagome Shodishin, because people could think that the first sefer has a pagam. If you're going to bring a second sefer people are going to think that the first sefer has a pagam. says, We do not want to make a bracha for no reason. If you're going to bring a second sefer and now the kain is going to have to make a second bracha, the bracha and we want to prevent that. We don't want to make a bracha she'enetzricha. So therefore, in order to prevent that, we do not bring a second sefer So either, again, according to Rav Huna Bar Yehuda, we don't bring a second sefer because we don't want people to think that the first sefer has a pagam, or we don't want to make a bracha shenet shirchel gufa. Just make an announcement. Because we're not changing sefer because of the pagam. That's another takana now. Fine, so now the Gemara asks, one second. Are we worried that people are going to think that there's a pagam? And this is, I think, Rabbi, this is what you were asking. If you have a Rishchidish Tevis, which is, let's say, on the 6th of Hanukkah, so now Rishchidish Tevis falls out, which is Hanukkah, falls out on Shabbos. So, famous thing, we bring three Sifritetis for Kaira, and we read three different Parshias. Achas, one we read minyan shliyim, one we read on the parsha, and vaachas oh, we read the next Torah we read of Rishchidosh, vaachas balchul b'shel Chanukah, and then we read of Chanukah, right? The Chanukah Sanesim. So the Chayda, what do we see? We see that you're allowed to read from different. If you even if you have one, let's say one ceremony or one Torah reading, you could read three from three different Torahs. And we're not worried that people will think the first Sefer has a Pagam. So the, my answer is and says, Tlosa Gavra, but Tlosa Sifri. When you have three people reading three Sifri Teras in the olden days, everybody who was called up, and it's still Dominic by the Svardim, by some places, that whenever somebody's called up, they read the Aliyah. So when you have three people reading and three Sifri Teras, then Laka Pagama. There's no Shash that somebody will think that there's a pagam because they know there's three sefer three people are reading and therefore Shchedish Tevis that falls on Shabbos on Hanukkah that you have to bring uh, you have to read three svarim it's not a shayla but right now chad but when you have one person reading two sefer iki pigoma they're still going to be chashash that the reason why they put away the first sefer is like Ravuna says mitzad that it's a chashash and therefore they did not want the Kayan Gadol to bring a second sefer and read but also not to make a rumor that there's a pagam in the first sefer Then the Mishnah said, and they read eight brachas. So the Gemara says, the Kohen Gadol made a bracha on Birchas HaTeda, as they make the bracha, which the bracha is, and he made the bracha, and made the bracha, 
and also the Michilas oven as they instituted it. And we, we spoke about this yesterday. Barichas. Ve'alha and al Migdosh b'fnei atzmei and a bracha, a special bracha for Beis HaMigdosh. Ve'al ha'kein b'fnei atzmei and a bracha for the Kainim. Ve'al Yisrael b'fnei atzman and a special bracha for Yisrael. Ve'al Yisrael b'fnei atzmei and a bracha like we spoke uh, for Yerushalayim. Those were the eight brachas. Ve'ashar tefillah and the rest tefillah. Ve'al Rabbana ha'ashar tefillah. What does the shar tefillah mean? Tchina, rino, bakasha, which means uh, davening, supplications, and requesting that the Yidin need to be saved. And they would conclude after uh, the Kayan would um, complete the bracha, everybody in the Anyam uh, Kippur would bring a sefetera. Mitesh Beisei from his house, and he would read the sefetera. Why, uh, or the Gemara asks, why did they actually, why did everybody bring a sefer on Yom Kippur? In order to show the beauty of the sefer for the Rabbim. And like Rashi says, learned that he snowed in mitzvahs, and uh, they wanted to bring the Milus Hatera, so after the Kayin would finish these brachas, then everybody would read from their own sefer And Rashi asks, the question is obvious, here we're talking about Yom Kippur in the Azara. Exactly, when, where did the Sefer Teda come from? Um, if it came from, if it came from, uh, you're not allowed to carry Arba Amis in Rishus Harabim. So, over here, we're talking about that it's in the Azara, and where did they bring the Teda? So Rashi wants to say is that here there's, there's, there's an Adiv, there's other Dinim, Tesis, uh, Tesis argues, and it's not here, but Tesis uh, elsewhere brings down and, and argues the Rashi and says that um, that uh, look, if you look in Rashi, the Rashi says, "Ain't eder v'itzolim mikipunim." Either there's no eder v'itzolim. Kibur inami yishalayim t'laiseis in the ulays belaylam arvnes kolah, or yishalayim was really a rishus hayachid. Okay, there's other answers, but basically Rashi brings, let's stick to Rashi, Rashi brings two answers, either a native of Yom or really Yerushalayim is a Rosh Hashanah because there's Lasa, Lasa, and Ulis. Everybody had to say the Torah. Well? Everybody had to Mashma, yeah. Oh, I know, I know, in the second of Rashi, I think, uh, I think Rashi, Tasers and Yuma says that they would bring the Sefetera Erev Shabbos. Just like the Lulav, right? It brings about the Lulav, that they would bring the Lulav Erev Shabbos. <laughs> Somehow, I don't know. Okay. Um, right there. Next mission. Let's finish the pedic. Okay, so the mission, and now we're going to discuss the, we said about the Parshas HaMelech, we said in the Chamed Beis, in Aleph, that the Parshas HaMelech has to be said in Lashon Kedesh. Now, one of, after seven years, on Cholamed Sukkis, this is the famous halachas, the famous din of Hakel this year, so after the seventh year, when Cholam made Sukkis, meaning on the, at the eighth year, um, on Chag HaSukkis, the Melech would read the Torah in front of Anosh and Moshe Vitaf, as the Torah says, and now our Mishnah will discuss the Halachas in detail. Parshas HaMelech, Kate said, what is exactly the Parshas HaMelech? How did it work? How was it read? So the Mishnah says, Matzi Yom Tev Rishon Shachag, Bashmini, on Matzi Yom on the first day of Sukkot, at the eighth year, on the eighth year of Matzi Shviz, which was Matzi Shviz, Oisin Loi Bima Shal Eitz they made 
a bima out of wood for the king uh, in the Azara, and and the king actually stood, uh, sat on the bima. Shemar as it says, Mikate Shavashanam Bemaid, it says at the end of seven years, Bemaid. And the Pasuk says, Shnas Hashmita, Bechagasuka, Yisbevoiko, Yisrael, Leros, Espen Hashem, Lekecha, Tikros, Atera, Azeiz, Negeko, Yisrael, Bozneim, that on, this, on the beginning of the seventh year, they should come and see the Pnei Hashem, Lekecha, and read the Torah, and the Kohen should read the Torah, and the Melech should read the, the Torah, and everyone should listen. Okay? So now, Chazan Akneses, the Shamish in the Shul, Nahara Bayis, Neitel Sefer Torah, he would take the Sefer Torah in the Shul, and Venesim Lodesh Akneses, and he would give it to the head of the Knesses. And the head of the Knesses would give it, excuse me, for the Skan. And the God on the Skan would give it to the King Godel. And the King Godel would give it to the King. And the King would then stand and receive the Sefetator from the King Godel. And the Kreda Yeshev, and he would read the Parshas Amelech, he would read it sitting down. Then the Mishnah says, Agrippas Amelach, this Agrippas Amelach, who Agrippas Amelach, he was a king of Ham Yisrael, but his mother was a Yid, and his father was a Goy. So Agrippas Amelach, Omad Vikiba. Agrippas Amelach, he, even though there's a din that you have to stand, you have to sit when you read the, the Parshas Amelach, but Agrippas Amelach, he stood when he um, received the Sefer Torah from the Kayan Gadol, the Korah Imid, and also he read the Torah standing, even though that we said that a melech has to read it sitting down. Now, Shibchu Chachamim and the Chachamim praised him. So when Agrippa started reading the Pasik in Dvarim Yudzayin Tazvav, that a king is not, a king of Klal Yisrael is not allowed to be from a Goy, the Pasik says, So he started to cry. He started to cry. Why? Because his father was a guy. So Amrulay, they said to him, Agrippus, Agrippus, don't worry about it. Achino Atta, you're our brother. Achino Atta, you're our brother. Now, the Mishnah says, Where does the king read from? By Hakil, he reads from Elah Advarim, which is in Dvarim, in the beginning of Dvarim, Perak Aleph, Pasak Aleph, Ad Shema until Pasha Shema, and then he skips Ushma. He skips to Hayyam Shemaya, and then he goes to Asir to Asir, then he reads Kisichal al Asir, and then the Pash and then from there he goes to Uparshus Amelech, he goes to the Pashus Amelech, which speaks about appointing a king and how a king has to ask, and then Ubrachus Uklalis, he reads, he skips to uh, and he uh, recites the Brachas and the Klalis at Shagemer Kalaparsha until he completes the entire Parsha. Now the brachas, we said these eight brachas, these eight brachas that we said the Kayin Gadol has to bench on Yom Kippur, and as the Mishnah uh, elaborated, the king also has to make these eight brachas after the Kriyas of the Hakel. Instead of saying, instead of saying, he says, Okay, this is the uh, this is the mucker of uh, of of Hakel, the, the, the Pasha of Hakel. Okay, so now we learned in the beginning of the Mishnah, the Mishnah said that Motsi Yamtiv edition of the Chag, it says Shokhag Bashmini. So the Gemara says, Bashmini Do you think that that the king started reading on the eighth day of of Sukkis? We we just said in the Mishnah literally says Motsi Yomtiv Harishan. So was it on the eighth day or was it the night of the first day? So, so the Gemara says, Ema, let us say, you have to read in the Mishnah, Ba Shminis, which means the 
Matzi uh, of the year of Shemitah, which means um, in the beginning of the eighth year, by Sukkot is the first day, so it's Machlik, it's Rashi, if it was by night or by day, but um, that's you have to amend the Mishnah. Now, it said in the, in the Torah, at the time of Hakil is, when does Hakil begin? That at the end of the seven years, at the time of the Shnas Hashemitah, on Chag HaSukes, Yidin should come to see Hashem. So now the Gemara asks, Why does the Torah have to say that you know when you read, when the when Hakel starts, or when the, the whole ceremony of Hakel is, it says, Miketz, Shnas HaShemitah, B'meid, B'chag HaSukes. Why does the Torah have to say all these different uh, simonim? Just say, Miketz, Sheva Shanim, at the end of eight years, which means, what's the first holiday that they can get together is Sukkot, and just say it over there? I need to have all these Sumanim. Why? Because Rahman, if the Tayyar would have only said Mikates, if the Tayyar would have only said Mikates, Sheva Shanim, Havamina, I would think Nimnu Mahashta. That when do you start Shemitah is. By Mamish, by. Uh, that when does, when does Shemitah start? It starts right that, uh, that uh, right when the Eden, in other words, seven or eight years after the Eden come into um, Eretz Yisrael. In other words, Mitzvah's Hakka was said to the Yidin by Arvis Meiv at the end of the 40 years of Mitzrayim. So I would think that the Hakka starts, the, the right when you come into Eretz Yisrael, wait uh, uh, seven years, and then on the eighth year start Hakka, even if Shnas Hashmita didn't start yet. Because we know Shnas Hashmita did not start till it took 14 years for the Yidin to conquer the land and to divide the land. Um, and therefore, you would think that the Shemitah, that the Hakal starts right when the Yidin, eight years after the Yidin go into Eretz Yisrael. So therefore, Kosev Rahman, the Torah says, when does it start? By Shemitah, Shnasa Shemitah. To tell me that it only starts, you have to count the Shemitah, and then, and then, uh, um, and then it starts. Because of Rahman, if the Torah would only say Shemitah, Shnasa Shemitah, without writing B'meid, so I would say, have a minute, I would say that it's the same Shemitah at the end of the eighth year. Why? Because what does it say? Mikates Sheva Shanim. You could say at the end of the seventh year. Because of one, that's what the Torah says. Be made that when is made, it's um, it's the beginning of the eighth year. Because of be made, if the Torah would only say be made, in other words, without writing bechaga sukkas have a minimidei shaita, I would think that when does it start by Rosh Hashanah? Why? Because Rosh Hashanah, as we know, Ela made Hashem is also by Rosh Hashanah. So, Kasev Rahman, therefore the Torah writes, Bechag HaSukkos. Therefore the Torah writes, Bechag HaSukkos. Now, because of Rahman, if the Torah would only write, Bechag HaSukkos without writing the words, Bevayikol Yisrael, Havah, I mean, I would think, Afili Yom Tev Achrin, even the last day, Shemini Atzeres, you also will read the Torah. So, Kasev Rahman, that's what the Torah writes, Bevayikol Yisrael, turn over, Memalef, Me'aschal to the maid, and when does it start? The beginning of Sukkos. And Rashi right away brings, that why don't, if, if we just learned out from the Psukim, that there's a chiv to start the reading of the Hakil, Mishal to the Mayit, so why are you only starting uh, the end of the first day? So Rashi says that because they had another problem, they had to, be, they had to build the Bima. And you can't, for whatever reason, Tesis argues in Rashi, but according to Rashi, for whatever reason, they had to build, they couldn't build the Bima before, before again, Rashi, Tesis argues, but. According to Rashi, you couldn't build a bima. Um, you can't build a bima on Yom Tif. You can't build it beforehand. So the only time you can really be, build it is Matzei, uh, Matzei, um, the first day of Sukkot, by Chalamet. 
Do they do it now? No, now they build the stage uh, before Sukkot, right? Where's Yitzi? What are they putting? Chayel, yeah. If that's Mendel. Okay. V'chazan HaKnesses, Naito Sevitere, V'neisne L'Resh HaKnesses. So the Mishnah said that the Chazan HaKnesses takes the Sevitere and gives it to the head of the Knesses. And then it says that the Resh HaKnesses, this doesn't mean Knesset in Israel, it's the, the head of the Shul, gives it to the Sgan, and the Sgan gives it to the Kain Godel, and the Kain Godel gives it to the Melech. So the Gemara says, as we learned yesterday, Shomas Mino, you can learn from this Mishnah, the Chol can cover the Talmud B'Mokim Rav, that you can give honor to the Talmud B'Mokim Rav. So the Gemara says, the same answer we learned yesterday, Marabaya, that Kulim Mishum created the Melech, really everything is all for the cover of the Melech. You can't bring a Raya, that Chol can cover the Talmud B'Mokim Rav. Then the Mishnah said, the king stands and he's Makavu, the Kedavi Yeshiv. And then the Mishnah said, Agrippus Amelech, that Agrippus Amelech, that he stood and he read it. So the Gemara says, Oymid. So from the fact that it says he stood, Michlal, the Yeshiv, that really the king should have sit. That only only Malchus of it is let us sit in the Azara, which we had already yesterday. So how could the Malachim sit? How could kings sit in the Azara in um, in Bayesheni? So the answer is that they didn't sit in the Azara, but rather like we, again the same answer like yesterday in. Sometimes I wonder, like, why we, we really, literally just gave the same answers. What's the Havamina? But whatever. Okay. The Gemara says that the Chachamim praised Agrippus for reading the Torah while he's standing. So the Gemara says, the fact that the Chachamim praised him, it's mashma that you could learn that Agrippus did a good thing. But the question is, even according to the opinion that holds. This is uh, in Gemara Kiddushin. That a king that's Meichel on his COVID. He could be Meichel's COVID, and therefore you do not have to honor a Nasi who's Meichel's COVID. But a king can never be Meichel on his COVID. That the king cannot. Be so if the king cannot be Meichel on his COVID, how could the Chachamim appraise Akribus HaMelech that he was Meichel on his COVID? In other words, the COVID of the Melech is, and it's not about the Melech. The Ebrister wants the Melech to sit. So what is he saying? No, I'm Meichel on my COVID, I want to stand. So says, it's different, and um, he could be Meichel when it comes to a mitzvah. Okay, then, um, Okay, the, the Mishnah said that that when Agrippas came to start reading, he started reading about the uh, So the Gemara says that uh, he started to cry, and they told him, Agrippas, don't worry, you're our brother, you're our brother. So the Gemara says that the Bryce uh, was taught in, in the name of Nosen, but at that time. The Chacham told Agrippa, "Zachinu ato, zachinu ato." In Schayvi, Sheni Yisrael, Sheni Yisrael is like a euphemism, which always goes on the Yidden. So the the Yidden were mechuyev kiloya kiloyin. Why? Shechnifu loy Agrippas because they chanfed. They say in English chanfed. They not a piece. They sucked up to, flattered. Very good. They flattered. They flattered Agrippas. Chanifa. 
When the Chacham started with this Hanifa by, by Agrippus, so what happened is So all the Dayanim also started confining the Baladinin. In other words, like Rashi says, and the Marshal explains that the Baladinin, that basically they were scared of, so they were just being Mechan for them. It led to it led to serious uh, serious disaster. And and all the meisim were 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 makukul. And a person couldn't tell his friends that my meisim are greater than your meisim because basically the the gedele out there were not uh, were not uh, put people in their places. They were they were scared. In other words, everyone flattered one another, and people no longer uh, <laughs> told the truth. Yeah. Fine. Daughter should of the West, the Baruch Yisrael. And we tamed of Shimon Ben Pazi, some say Shimon Pazi, Mutter Lachim, the Shoyim of the Mazah. You should know it's Mutter, it's permitted to flatter the wicked in this world. How do you know that? Shinamar, like it says in regards to Yemaisa Mashiach, the Novi Yeshaya says, the Yeshaya Lamed Beis, hey, the Yakari the Novel Nodiv, Uchlili Yoyemer Shea. Which means that the vile person should no longer be called a generous, nor shall the, uh, the, the, this person be called, be said to be noble. Now, so from the fact that the, the Pasuk says that it's usher to um, flatter Rishayim, when Mashiach comes, Mechlal, from here we learn that by the Mazar Shari in this world, it is mutter to uh, flatter Rishayim. Shem Melakish says, what's the source that you could be uh, flatter to show him in this world from what Yaakov told Esav. What did Yaakov told him? Yaakov said, um, he said, Ki alkein, I see your face. Yaakov said that uh, I, see, I have seen your face as one sees the face of an angel and you were pleased with me. In other words, Yaakov flattered him by comparing Esav uh, to, to, to an angel. So we see that Yaakov, if Yaakov was allowed, it must be that you could uh, so the Gemara says, "Upligi the Reb Levi." Reb Shimon Lakish holds that Yaakov meant to flatter Esav. Uh, argues on Reb Levi. Why do Reb Levi? Reb Levi says, "Mashal she Yaakov Esav." What's the mashal with Yaakov and Esav? Lamad over there. Lamad mishizimnes chaveri to a friend who invited his friend to come to a meal. Now, vohiker boy shemavakish darvi. Now, this friend realized that the guy brought him to dinner to kill him. So Amrlai, so he tells this, uh, the guest tells the, the host, Tam This uh, food that you made is so delicious, it reminds me of the food that I tasted when I was by the king. So Omar, so what does this uh, host say? Oh, he knows the king. So Mustafa he's scared and he didn't kill him. So what Yaakov, not Chasmashalam, Yaakov was being for being a Hanifa to Esav, but rather when he told him he meant to basically, as they say in Hebrew he wanted to intimidate him, he wanted to scare him and he should tell him, by the way I know, I know, I know angels and Esav would be scared to, uh, to, to start up with him so uh, Levi argues and says that uh, you can't bring a source from here because this that uh, Yaakov said this to him was just to uh, to intimidate him. Exactly. Fine. Any person who has the Mida 
of flattering, maybe af he brings anger to the world. As it says, but those who with flattery in their hearts bring about anger. Not only that, somebody who's into flattery, his tefillah is not hurt. says, they do not cry for help when he binds them. In other words, when Yusurim come on him, um, screaming out won't help. Simon Af Ubar This is in English, it's called a mnemonic. That uh, the next, uh, these halachas, if you want to remember them, just remember Ubar Anybody who has flattery in them, even the um, fetuses in their mother's womb curse him. How do you know that? You are righteous, people shall curse him, and nations shall uh, curse him again. And what does it say? The Pasuk says, which means that So, um, from here is a raya that uh, even, even the Ubanan curse him out. Any person who has flattery in him falls into Gehenim. Woe to those who call evil good and evil and good evil. What does it say afterwards? Therefore, as the, as the tongue of fire devours straw, uh, and as a cha- as shaft is consumed by the flame, meaning that the people described in the Psukim will end up burning like straw in the fires of Gehenim. Another thing Rabbi Lazar said, anybody who flatters his friend, ultimately will fall into his hands. If he won't fall into his hands, he will fall into his children's hands. If he's not going to fall into his children's hands, he'll fall into his grandchildren's hands. Like it says, as the Navi Yirmiya said to Hananya, as, or as Yirmiya said to Hananya, Amen, Hashem should do so, Hashem should reform your words. This was like a form of flattery, as Yirmiya did not explicitly say that uh, whatever the story was, or that Hananya was a false prophet. And then what's written afterwards? By he who Bashar bin Yom and Misham Bal Pikuda Sushmai Yir. Yid Iyo Ben Shlemio Ben Hananya Vayit Pesis Yirmiyo Hanavi Lemer Elakazdam Asher Neifel And when he was in the gate of Benyamin A captain of the ward was there Whose name was Iria The son of Shlemio The son of Hananya And he laid hold on Yirmiyo the Navi Saying that what Vayemer He said Yirmiyo Sheker Einenu Neifel Elakazdam And he said it is false. I shall not fall into Kazdim. See, then what does it say afterwards? That uh, he laid hold on Yirmiya and brought him to the princess. So Iria was the grandson of Hananya, and Yirmiya was punished by falling into the hands because he flattered his grandfather. says, Call any kihila, any congregation in which there is flattery. Mu'usa kinida, it's like repulsive as anida. Shinem like it says, Kiatas Khanif Kalmud. For a flattering congregation shall be desolate. My Goma, what does Goma mean? Gemula mi It means separated from her husband. 
any congregation which has Chanufa, the safe Gela ultimately will be exiled. It says over here, it says for a flattering congregation shall be desolate. And it says over there, and it says, then you will say in your heart, who has begotten me these, seeing I have been bereaved of my children, and I am uh, in exile and wandering. Pasik says, in exile as Galmuda. Well, so what do we see that the idea is of Galmuda is exile. So anybody who has Chanufa at the end will get Galus. There are four classes of people that do not greet the Shechina. Kas Leitzim, this is the class of, of, of jokers. Kas Chanifim, the class of flatterers. Kas Shakodim, and the class of liars. Kas Mesapir Lashonara, and the class of people who speak What's the proof that the class of, of Leitzim is like cynics? They don't, um, they don't, um, it says he draws his hands from cynics. In other words, Hashem does not want to be in their presence. The class of flatterers, it says the flatterers cannot, be, cannot come before him. And the class of liars, it says he who speaks falsehood should not dwell before my eyes. Though the class of for you are not a good who has for you are not as a I'm sorry you are not a god who has pleasure in wickedness evil shall not be with you Sadik Ata Hashem you Hashem are righteous evil shall not dwell with you in your dwelling place in other words evil here is referring to Lashon Hara as evident from the continuation of the Perek. Um, and from here we learn that somebody who is Mesapir is not Mekabal by the Shechina. Hadna Allah, Eiluna, Modern. We have now completed Barak Hashem, the seventh Perek. Still time for Chazada? Okay, Toby got shut down. All right. He said, that the Kayin, he would say, and So the Gemara says, How could he skip? We know, So Abaye wanted to give an answer and say that it depends. If the Metorgaman has enough, enough time to translate, and then they're up to the place, then it's good. But if not, then he's not allowed to skip. So the Gemara says, But the Mishnah clearly says that. And the Gemara asked how much by Novi, which is Mashman by Teri, you're not allowed to be Medalgan. So rather, Baya says it depends. When it's being in Echod, you're allowed to be skip, and that's why by Yechal Mesha, Absol Echod, you're allowed to skip. Mashenkin, or by, by, the, um, by Yom Kippur, you're allowed to skip. Mashenkin, when it comes to Shtei uh, Yonim, you're not allowed to skip. Um, and then it says that Vatanya, um, the proof to that is Medalgan, Teri, Binyan Echod, but Novi, Shtei Yonim, and Sai Navi and Sai Teda, it's as long if the Metorgum cannot finish um, and you're still rolling, then it's a problem. But Shnei Maser, you're allowed to skip. As Betrayos, you're allowed to skip as long as Shlei Dalek Maseva Sefer the Tchilosi. Then we said, Why? Why does he have to say all this? Yeshim Mashakarosi Ilkan. Why does he have to say it? It's in order to not think that he's saying it about in order because there's a Pagam in the Sefer Teda. Then he also said, so the Gemara says, why not just roll up to the roll the Tera to the right place? The Gemara says, the angel and Sefer Tera asks the Gemara, why not bring us another Sefer Tera? So he says, because you don't want the Sefer Tera, people to think that the first Sefer Tera is a Pagam. 
Rishim Elokish says, because we don't want a bracha shenitrich legufa. Fred the Gemara, we worried for Pagan, but we know, but on, on Hanukkah, we have three people that we read, three sifritators, and we're not worried for Pagan. So the Gemara says it depends. When you have three people, three different sifritators, then there's no chashash. But when there's one person reading, one person reading the two sifritators, then I'm worried that the first tater is a Pagan. Then the Mishnah said that a Mubarak Shmaina bracha, so the, the Gemara brought the Bryce is what are the brachas, and then we said Ashar Tefillah, and we explained what Tefillah is as well. Then we brought the Mishnah of Pashas Amalek Ketzal by Hakel, and we said that the Hakel started Matzayam Tevanish and Shachag Bishmini, and we explained it's the last, the first, the first day at the end of the first day. They would make a bima Shalhets in the Azara, and he would sit there and read the Sefer and different passages. He would read the Sefer Once Agrippus Hamalek was reading the Sefer and the Chachamim were praising him when he came to the pasuk. He started crying. And, the, and they told him why was he crying because he was a yid only from his mother but not from his father and then they told him Agrippus uh, don't worry and then he would read the, the Mishnah enumerated exactly where he read from and he also uh, would conclude uh, uh, the same thing like Yom Kippur but now with Michilas Oven so the Gemara said uh, first Bishmini uh, it's Mashma that what that the Hakka will take place on the eighth day so the Gemara says no it means Bashmini so then the Gemara asked why does he have to give me all these enumerations of uh, the, exactly when Hakka took place so we, the Gemara explained over there each one why I would think that Hakka could be taking place at a different time then we said so from here the Gemara said like we learned yesterday, Chokum covered the Tamil Mokum Arab, so the Gemara says, No, Kulay Mishum Kuvayd the Melech. And then he said that the Melech stood and it was Makabel, and Agrippus, he stood up. So it's Mashma that he, that he was sitting, that he, that he, that he, uh, he was sitting. So the Gemara asked, the Kharein Yeshiva Ba'azara. So the Gemara says, No, Azara means Esos Nashim. Then the Gemara said that they praised Agrippus. It's Mashma they praised. We know so how could they praise him? So he said mitzvah shani. Then when he came to the pasuk sucha lasses, so the Gemara says at that time the Yidden were mechayev kiloyin because they were mach, they they, they uh, flattered Agrippus. And Reb Shimon said that once they started flattering Agrippus, then uh, that's when all the Dayanim started being mekukul. And then the Gemara brought a whole bunch of different dinim, different halachas of what happens by Hanifa. Baruch Hashem, we concluded the perek. What's wrong? He just gives examples of what happens. That's what happens. You gotta, 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 you g